we have a brand new focus for our human design accountability group starting this October. For the month of October, we're going to focus on following our authorities. This group is perfect for those who have been learning human design and are struggling with execution. Perhaps you understand the basic concepts, like you've been listening to this podcast or reading books, but you're really challenged with applying those basic concepts to your actual life circumstances. October is an especially good month for you if you're having a hard time following your authority. That's the part of your human design that tells you how to make decisions. Maybe you have a sacral authority, but you can't tell if something lights you up. Or perhaps you've got a splenic authority, but you can't hear your instincts. And if you're experiencing anything like that, then join the October Human Design Accountability Groups. Choose between either Monday nights at 7 p.m. or Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. on Zoom. This is all central time. You get the replays. You get to ask me questions. We have a weekly focus, and it's all surrounded around following your authority. To get registered, check out the link in the show notes or the link in my bio on Instagram, or just go to studiotimeout.com backslash HD accountability group. We start promptly on October 2nd, 2023, so make sure to reserve your spot before then. Also, spaces are limited and I don't want you to miss out. I'll see you there. This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today, we are talking about the 2-4, the easy breezy genius. And this is one of the profiles. This is a personality type in human design. And this is our third episode in this 12-part series. We've already gone over the 1-3 and the 1-4, and now we're talking about the 2-4. If you miss those episodes, totally fine. You can go back and listen to them after this one. But first, before we get into this, let's do the review of the week. Now, this one almost makes me want to cry. Oh my God, I can so relate to this. I'm heading over to Apple Podcasts and I see the review says, I was recently called out and put down for a post I made on social media saying how excited I was to rediscover human design. Another user called me stupid and told me how wrong I was about a human design concept. It really got me down and hurt my feelings for the first time in a long time. I felt discouraged and had a bad few days. Then I decided I needed to do something to feel better and move my energy around, so I put this podcast on. It made me feel so much better. Definitely listened to a few episodes multiple times, and I plan to keep coming back to this to my practice and not to stop moving towards satisfaction. Thank you, a no longer frustrated generator. Oh man, doesn't that just hit you right in the heart? Oh my goodness. Raise your hand if you can relate to this person because I know I can. I have had people 
multiple times in my life kind of put me down for things I'm into or even for um, maybe getting a concept slightly wrong or having my own take on it. And so let's all just send really good good love, good vibes, good energy to this person and to all of you, all of the other listeners. I'm so grateful for all of you here. Now, if that was your review that you wrote, then you win the prize this week. I am going to answer your biggest, juiciest, most detailed personal human design question in a video, and I will send it to you so that you can save it and rewatch it as many times as you need. All you need to do to claim your prize is to message me on Instagram at healthy underscore Madeline, send me a DM, tell me the username you use to write that review, and we will just get going with your big, juicy question. Anybody else who wants to enter to win this weekly drawing, all you have to do is write a review. That's it. And then I select one each week. And if it's yours, you win. Now let's get into our topic today, the profile two for the easy breezy genius. So the two, the two is called the natural or also sometimes called the hermit. We talked extensively about the two in episode 33. So after this, if you'd like to do a refresher or you just want to hear the information, you know, a little bit different, then go back and re-listen to episode 33. But the two is somebody who is naturally skilled at some things. You didn't really have to practice, study, or try as hard as other people at those particular skills. Now, this doesn't mean that you're just naturally skilled at everything, but anybody who's got a two in your profile, just think right now, is there any skill or quality or talent that you have that just came easy and natural to you where for other people, it probably would have taken quite a bit more study, practice, learning, maybe some extra failures to get to the place that you're at. I know somebody who's a ballroom dancer. I did a human design reading for her and she's just so great at dancing. She's got a two in her profile and she kind of admitted to me that she'd never really had to try as hard as a lot of the other students at the ballroom dance school. She just kind of clicked in with it and it worked. And you know what? I actually know a lot of two fours. I've got so many of them in my life. One of my best friends is a two four. I've done a lot of readings for two fours. And all of them can really think of some things that they can just kind of do. Like this one person, she can just sort of like teach a really good yoga class and she just didn't have to work nearly as hard as other people to get to that level of yoga teaching. So again, it doesn't mean that you are really good at everything, but you have some natural gifts that you just have innately within you that you didn't have to study, practice, or try as hard as other people that aren't twos in order to get those skills. Now, here's where things can go wrong. Maybe suppressing the fact that you're really good at this skill or trying to validate why you have this talent, that's not going to serve you or anybody else. So don't allow the world to pressure you into validating why you can do these amazing things that you can just do. The reason is just because your gifts come from within you. That's it. There's no other need to justify why you're skilled. Now, when you give yourself the time and the space to be alone, your gifts develop. So that's why the two is called the natural 
and they're also called the hermit because the two absolutely requires alone time. Everybody does like alone time. I'm just going to say that, well, maybe not 100% of people, but lots and lots of people, more than just the twos, benefit from alone time. But twos absolutely need the space and the time to be alone because their gifts are going to be developed in that space and time. So when you give yourself, you know, a Friday night or a weekend or every morning or whatever it is that you want to have your complete alone time away from others, something from within you will bubble up and start to come out. And that is your gift, your talent, that quality that you just have can come to the surface when you give yourself space and time alone. Now, you might not necessarily just, how do I put this? Let me rephrase what I was going to say. Other people probably won't just give you the alone time that you need. You are going to need to ask for it. You're going to need to train the people in your life that this is important for you and that it's really necessary. And why this is, is because the two is your first number. So remember from the last two episodes, how we learned that the first number is the internal, very personal, private side of you. This is how you see yourself. Other people see you as your second number. So other people don't necessarily fully understand that you're a two when they just get to know you or they see you. So they may may not facilitate a lot of alone time for you. They might actually be offended by you taking alone time or confused or think that you're trying to be antisocial. But if you just tell people, I need alone time, not because I don't want to be with you, not because I don't love you, but I just need this for my own sanity, for my own mental health, my stress levels, for my preferences, whatever you want to say, then people will get the picture and they'll be a lot more on board and less confused. But all of you two fours out there or anyone with a two as your first number, do not wait for other people to just give you your alone time. You're going to need to ask for that or just set up your life that way. Now, other people are going to see how talented you are, and they're going to wonder why and how you can do that. It might even frustrate them. It might incite a little bit of envy or jealousy or maybe just awe and fascination from other people, and this is all very normal. Imagine if you're just an absolutely phenomenal chef and you're incredible And you never even went to culinary school and you know these other chefs that went to all this schooling and they were an apprentice and they did so much practice and study and they're just wondering, how do you know how to do what you can do? That can cause a bit of a a confusion for other people. And it's not always negative. Sometimes it's actually just awe and delight and fascination, but sometimes people might be jealous of these natural talents you have. So not a good, not a bad thing. It just is helpful information for you to have. However, you as the 2-4 might not actually recognize how talented you really are because you, oh, how do I put this? This is a little bit tricky for me to even wrap my mind around because I'm not a 2, but the 2 just is naturally gifted so it feels like it's just normal 
it doesn't feel extraordinary. It doesn't even feel gifted or interesting or special, these skills you have. It just feels regular because it just is you and it's always been you. So you might not even consider yourself a naturally talented person until you really look at yourself from an objective perspective. And two fours really benefit from outside feedback. So if you have a trusted friend or partner or if you get a human design reading and somebody gets to know you and you can ask them questions like, is this normal that I can just blah, 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 or am I crazy or am I actually really skilled at these websites or whatever it is, and have somebody give you outside feedback, that can help put things into a perspective for you because you probably just see yourself as regular. Does that make sense? Now let's switch over and talk about the four. So this is the unconscious part of you. It's the very public part of you and it's how other people see you. I'm not going to talk nearly as long or in depth about the four because we talked about it last week in episode 56. You can also review episode 35 for an in-depth conversation about the four. But last week we did the one four and so I explained the four pretty deeply there as well. So again, to review the four, go to episode 35 and 56. But I'm going to do a quick recap right now. So the four is the opportunist or the people person, um, sometimes also called the intimate friend. Opportunities and manifestations actually come to you through quote unquote your people. So a four is someone who can be really choosy about the people that you want in your life. And this is not mean or rude or bad. It's actually really aligned for you to be very selective about who you want in your inner circle. A four oftentimes craves or desires a best friend or a soulmate rather than tons and tons of friends or lots of casual dates. And the quality of your relationships will determine the quality of your life. So nurturing your relationships with, quote unquote, your people, like that inner circle that you've selected, nurturing those relationships will definitely improve your life and also open up more channels for manifestations and opportunities because things are going to come your way through the people in your life. Isn't that cool? Now it's great and it's correct for you two fours to be very um, disinterested or just unimpressed by certain people. It doesn't mean you hate them. It doesn't mean there's even anything wrong. But if you just are completely disinterested in somebody, that's just simply a sign that that's not your person and you don't need to nurture or grow that relationship. So the four is very much about people, relationships, and nurturing that, but not all people and not all relationships. So let's put those two together. The two and the four together makes up the easy breezy genius. So you've got two pretty different sides of you as a two four. The two definitely needs alone time and is a bit of an internal kind of person. And the four loves to be with their people and is a people person. Your whole life, you're going to be learning to balance these. 
And I just want to do like a little side note here and actually say that I have always hated the concept of a balanced life. And I don't even agree that that's something we should strive for. So this is just Madeline's side note. This is not human design education for a moment. I just don't believe in things like work-life balance or balancing the two-four because in order for something to be really fantastic, sometimes you have to prioritize that and let other things fall away for a period of time. So in this case, the two-four, if you're really working on nurturing your relationships and that's a priority at this season of life for you, then you might actually need to let the two... Um, not diminish, not be stifled, not just get wrecked, but the two is going to be the second priority or just sitting on the sidelines for you a little bit while you're nurturing and and growing the four side of you. Or maybe you really need to go internal like heavy duty for a while and really take time for yourself like a lot and you're really nurturing these natural talents and gifts you have, well, then the people in your life are going to need to wait and they'll be there when you're ready. But I don't really believe that it's possible for you to achieve a 2-4 perfect social balance at some point. Maybe it'll happen like Every once in a while, you'll have a day or a week where you really mastered the alone time versus the people person time. But I do want to just let you off the hook that that's not really what this is about. It's not about having a perfect balance. It's about learning when you need to be the two and when you need to be the four and when you need to be a little bit of both. The world or conditioning might tell you that it's better to be one way or the other. Like sometimes you'll hear a lot of spiritual conditioning saying, oh, you must take alone time and you have to say no and cut those people out of your life that aren't good. But then you might also hear a lot of conditioning in the world that you should be really social and spending time with friends and like-minded people is going to make you flourish. Like, have you heard that phrase that's something like, you are the closest five people to you or whatever. And it's really encouraging you to spend time with, you know, high performance people. Well, don't let that conditioning sway you one way or the other, because the truth is, is that you are both. You are an alone time person and you're a people person. The four allows you to come out, be social and share your gifts with those people And the two is interesting because the two doesn't really need or want or care to share that much. The two is just a little bit more focused on their own development. And here's kind of a fun, quirky thing about two fours. It makes me laugh because I think about a lot of the two fours that I know, and I think they would agree with this. A two four usually hates it when people ask them, what are you up to lately? Or what have you been working on? What do you spend your time doing? Because for a 2-4, it's actually really difficult to explain. And a lot of them do a lot of like funky, weird things maybe in their alone time that they just can't really even describe what it is or why they're doing that. And so that just kind of makes me giggle because because of the people that I know. Now, a 2-4 also might feel shy, yet people are really drawn to you. So you might not feel super, super extroverted all the time, but people are going to come to you and want to be with you. So that's an interesting dynamic. And two fours often struggle to see themselves very clearly. So ask your inner circle for some feedback. 
And you're here to learn how to have an amazing inside life and an amazing outside life. You're here to just learn that, here's that word I hate, balance. Who can think of a better word than balance? Because I don't think that that's the right word. But you're here to learn kind of the karma of when to focus on that amazing internal life and when to focus on that amazing external or outside life. So if you're two four and you've been really struggling to figure out that balance or these two kind of parts of you, then actually my best recommendation would be for you to do somatic breath work or EFT tapping and or some kind of uh, subconscious limiting belief system relief program that's going to help you to get stress out of your energetic body, get conditioning out and not from a mental place. This doesn't just apply to the two fours, but for anybody who's been trying to apply their design to yourself, you can't always do this from your head. If just learning about human design hasn't made it happen for you and things are still really blocked, you're probably going to need to tap into your unconscious side of you that's truly running the show. So one way that I can help you with that is through somatic breath work. And why this even works is because the vibration of the music, it's very special hand-selected music, and the breathing techniques that you'll be using and the verbal prompts I'm going to be giving you, speaking to your unconscious, all of those types of things are going to tap into your cellular memory, tap into your energetic body or your aura, also your chakras, and shake it all up, like shake it all up and get what needs to float up to the surface to float on up so we can release that out and get you feeling a lot more clear, focused, and in touch with who you actually are. No longer fogged up and bogged down with so much crap in your energy field. Because when your energy field is all stuck like that, you just can't even live your design. So whether you're a 2-4 or somebody else, if you've been struggling to live your design, join me for an upcoming somatic breathwork workshop. And the next one is actually going to be online on Zoom on Thursday, October 12th. It's $35. It's an amazing 90-minute workshop. You get the replay, so if you can't make it that day, it actually doesn't matter. The replay is just as incredible. And I'm going to put the link down in the show notes, or you can just go to studiotimeout.com and click on the Breathwork tab, and you'll be able to see the information and sign up there. I would love to see you either in the Breathwork or the October groups. And some of you listening, you're doing both. So I'll see you at both of them. And if you're not doing any of that, fabulous, then I will see you next week. 